What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of You Said It Best Brother. So if you've been keeping up with the pod, you know I've been I've been teasing a little bit about this episode, about doing a midway season HHN rankings, chats, just kind of overall going over some stuff with the guests. So unfortunately, um, the guests that we're going to have was going to have on this week had some family stuff going on earlier in the week, so I uh, did decide to kind of pivot midweek. So still going to happen, still going to be something that I go over eventually because, again, I absolutely love HHN, and I really think that this is one of the best years that I've been to. So still want to do that conversation and still want to have, have those friends on. So stay tuned. I will uh, I will be getting to that eventually, but for now, going to be going to be pivoting a little bit to something else that I'm passionate about and and I think it'll be think it'll be fun. So let's go right in. Kawhi Leonard to Toronto, Kareem to the Lakers, Shaq to Miami. These are all big trades over the history of the NBA that had an almost immediate impact on the teams that traded for them. The NBA today is all about stars. You can't win without at least one. I cannot think of anybody in recent history that was able to do it without at least two. Um, It's easy to see the impact that these stars have on on, on those teams. But what about the, the stars that never made it? What about some of the trades that just for one reason or another just didn't end up happening? And that's what I want to talk about today. Um, talk about some of the big what ifs and what could have been. So going to take a super duper quick break and we will go right What's going on, y'all? Thanks for coming back. All right, let's go. Let's hop right in. So this one, my first uh, first little what if is, is one that is pretty recent, uh, something that people will probably remember if you are a fan of the NBA and have been keeping up with, uh, with different news. So the first one I want to talk about is Chris Paul to the Los Angeles Lakers in 2011. Uh, this might be one of the biggest what ifs of our time, um, just because at that time, Chris, Chris Paul, aka the point god, uh, was coming off at that time was coming off his third NBA, third team All NBA, second team All Defense, and still very much approaching the prime of his career. Uh, you know, this was at that time. I should have looked this up, but he was in his early mid twenties at this point, um, and had definitely cemented himself as one of the up and coming, if not one of the best point guards uh, in, in the NBA. So, the the trade to the Lakers would have been. And was confirmed as uh, Chris Paul going to the Lakers, Lamar Odom, Kevin Martin, and Luis Scola going to the New Orleans Hornets, and Pau Gasol going to the Rockets. Honestly, this is not a bad trade at all. Uh, but if you if you really look at it, look it down into the players. the The Lakers definitely got the the best part of the deal. And if you're looking at like the names there, you got Chris Paul to the Lakers, Pau Gasol still still a good player, uh, but definitely nearing the end of his career going to the Rockets. And then if you look at New Orleans, like not really getting anything. Kevin Martin had a few good seasons, but 2011 he was getting near to the end. Uh, Luis Scola, solid role player. Lamar Odom. I mean, a six-man of the year, probably most famous for his relationship to the Kardashians, though, if I'm being honest. So anyways, it, yeah, not a, not a great trade all around, in my opinion, objectively looking at it. So at the time, 
the Hornets were undergoing an ownership change. So and so they were actually owned by the by the league. So when word of this trade started to come through, this is all kind of allegedly, right? You know, no none of these owners are coming out and saying like, "Hey, I did this." But uh, the owners were pressuring David Stern, who I think actually was a pretty good commissioner, honestly. Um, but this particular moment was probably not his best. But the owners pressured David Stern to veto the trade, and he did. So word came out, everything, you know, you saw the press release, ESPN Sports Center, everything, Chris Paul to the Lakers, and it was like, uh, Chris Paul trade vetoed by David Stern and the league. And it said, oh, that was pretty crazy. So. David Stern came back, I forget how long after, but he did come back and say that the end end plan was still to get Chris Paul to to the Lakers. However, they were going to be they were going to rework the deal a little bit to include more assets. Looks like uh, probably Kyle Lowry being involved who's coming from the Rockets and then also some more picks. So just just a little bit more assets and more uh, more more things to go around. So but that never materialized uh, from what I read. It looks like uh, that the Lakers got nervous. They went ahead and shipped Lamar Odom, who was one of those players uh, involved in the trade. And so it kind of it kind of fell apart from there. So but what would this have looked like? Uh, if, if, if that had happened, then Paul would have joined an aging Kobe Bryant. So at that point, uh, you know, two years removed from uh, from an NBA championship. But you know, Kobe only had, what, five years left after this. So um, an old man fisherman, as I like to call him, because of an old YouTube video. That's Derek Fisher, if anybody didn't know. Uh, Meta World Peace, no longer run our test. Andrew Bynum, who had two good years. And then Matt Barnes. So not a, not a super, super great roster. However, the Lakers did finish first in their division this year. And I think they still would have. Uh, but the end result for them was losing to the Thunder, in the Western, I believe it was the Western Conference Finals. And I think that they still probably would have. So, because if you really look at it, sorry, I'm changing the page. Boop. Paul, Paul to the Lakers, they still would have had to run through a gauntlet of like the teams in the West at this point in time. The Thunder, who had young Kevin Durant, young James Harden, young Russell Westbrook, like they were the premier up and coming young team in the West. Uh, you had the the budding warriors, so Steph and Clay, um, the Spurs, who were still a force to be reckoned with, the young Kawhi Leonard, um, Tim Duncan, Tony, like Tony Parker, the, those guys, all of those teams were still very much around. And I don't, I just don't see Chris Paul by himself, um, being able to to overcome that talent, you know, in, in the West at the time. Honestly, like top to bottom, it was really a pretty bad Lakers team. Um, you know, there's a reason they that that franchise was trying to make a trade, was trying to do. Um, I, that, that wasn't the only trade. I think it was the year after they ended up going after Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, which also didn't go very well. And that experiment did not last long at all. Um, and I just don't think these, you know, like the athletes that were in the West at the time, again, Steph, Kawhi, Durant, like they were, they were there. Those, those guys were established and they were going to be tough to beat no matter, no matter who you are. Um, and my, my overall verdict is that Chris Paul ended up for the better. Um, you know, he ended up getting traded to the Clippers and I joined up with <clears throat> Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan um, to make Lob City, you know, which was an iconic 
uh, iconic thing for those mid 2010s, you know, early 2010s. So uh, I, th I think probably the end result would have been about the same with the Lakers. However, I don't think they, they didn't have anybody that could jump <laughs> as athletically as Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan on, on that team. So I think Chris Paul would have been fine, but I think it would have been pretty much the end result that, that we had with the Clippers. And I think because he went to the Clippers, he was able to really establish uh, establish himself as as the sole leader on that team. You know, if he'd gone to the Lakers and played alongside Kobe Bryant, that was still going to be Kobe's team. Like, you know, Kobe as, you know, as much as we all love him now, was a, a tough star to to play against at times. And I don't know if two stars who needed the ball in their hands would have been a great recipe for success. I don't know. Just seeing just seeing Kobe and, and all of that. So I don't know. And we love him. You know, rest in peace. Love you, Kobe. But um, I just don't know if it, if it would have worked out. So, yeah. So that's my first one. Which I think you know, pretty easy, pretty straightforward. On um, this next one, has a little bit has has some more questions to it that I think are going to be pretty interesting. So let's uh, let's hop right in. So number two, Scottie Pippen. So going back a little bit, going back to the '90s. Uh, if you watch basketball or are alive now, you probably have heard of Michael Jordan, and you've probably heard of his sidekick. Uh, you know, the Robin to MJ's Batman. Um, you've probably heard of Scottie Pippen. So Pippen, obviously one of the best sidekicks ever, eight-time All-Defensive first team, three-time All-NBA first team, two-time on the second team, and two-time on the NBA third team as well. So fantastic player, um, a little bit overshadowed probably just because he played alongside uh, alongside Jordan. But um, yeah, anyway, so just to, just to paint you a picture, so this is 1994. Um, the NBA, the NBA is wide open. You know, the Bulls are coming off of their first three-peat, um, but MJ is currently playing baseball, and teams are making moves. Teams are trying to, they, they see that there is a window now um, after a, uh, a period of dominance by the Bulls, and they're trying to do whatever they need to do uh, to uh, to get to to get over that hump uh, to win uh, to win the NBA Finals. You know the ultimate goal for all those teams, and one of those teams was the, the Seattle SuperSonics. So the Sonics had a young core of Gary Payton, um, who I love, man, the Glove as they call him, oh, man, and won a championship with my Miami Heat, um, and also Sean Kemp, um, and they were led by Coach George Carl, who was, even though we kind of give him a hard time. As later in his career, he, he was good. Um, in 1993, they won 55 games and reached the conference finals. 1994, however, was uh, had some mixed results. So they they had the best record in the West and had a franchise best 63 and 19 record, but they lost in the first round after going up 2-0 on uh, on the Denver Nuggets. So with with some of that implosion internally, uh, there was a lot of chatter about potentially needing to make a change. So insert Scottie Pippen. So without Michael Jordan on the Bulls, uh, the Bulls finished 55 and 27, which isn't bad, but that was second in their division uh, and kind of flamed out in the second round to Patrick Ewing's New York Knicks. So both teams honestly looking for not not they don't need to overhaul the roster, but looking to potentially make a change. So rumors ensued, um, and it looks like the trade package was going to be pretty straight up uh, Scottie Pippen for Sean Kemp. So. The people, aka the Sonics, 
hated this. They love Sean Kemp. Um, they're literally, they're not actually literally rioting, but I did write that in my notes. Um, but they did go as far as to call, call, they were calling into radio shows, expressing their displeasure. Actually, and they did threaten to riot. They were talking about, um, burning down, burning down the stadium, burning down, the, um, burning down the court. So, um, they, the owner was like, all right, maybe we shouldn't do that. Sean Kemp's our guy. We're going to go with him. So anyways, um, what could have been, so honestly, I think that Pippin on the Supersonics would have been amazing. <clears throat> I think that he would have fit in perfectly. Um, you know, the the Supersonics had a really like hard nosed defense. They were trapping a lot, um, and also Gary Payton was one of the biggest trash talkers ever on defense. And I think Pippin would have gone in. He was a little bit quieter. Probably wasn't going to do the trash talking, but would have been like a bruiser enforcer that um, that would have fit in perfectly alongside Gary Payton. Uh, I think at the very least, the Sonics, if this trade had gone through, they would have won the '96 Finals, uh, which they ultimately actually lost to the Chicago Bulls. But if this trade does happen, uh, which this is what I think is interesting, uh, there's there's a lot of questions, right? So if uh, if Pippen's not on the Bulls in '94, um, does MJ end up staying retired? You know, does he come back? I, I think the answer is probably yes. But but where does he go? You know, it would like would he go back to the Bulls? Would he find another team to play for? Um, the, would he go follow his boy Pippen? Would he end up with uh, maybe? I don't know. Pistons? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of question marks there. Maybe he goes to Charlotte. You know, they were a pretty, pretty good young team there in the 90s. But uh, also, if, if the Magic, you know, the Orlando Magic lost to the 96 Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals, if then, you know, if Pippen's not there, that probably doesn't happen. If they don't lose, does Shaq stay in Orlando? That changes the entire landscape of the early 2000s and the NBA. You know, like the the Lakers wouldn't have won their championships. Maybe Kobe doesn't stay with the Lakers. Like there's there's a lot of things that could have could have happened there. And does Orlando become an Eastern power instead of just really being like the worst team ever? Just kidding. I do hate the Orlando Magic and give them a hard time because they are not good. But also because I'm a huge fan and I have to hate them. So anyways, um, this trade, if it had gone through, probably wouldn't have been great for Sean Kemp. Uh, he needed a great point guard uh, to kind of help him out. Um, he's a great player, um, super athletic, and I actually really like him overall. Um, but he did end up getting traded a few years after after their finals appearance. He ended up going to Cleveland, and he only had one all-star season after leaving Seattle and kind of declined after that. I know there were a couple different things like injuries, whatever, um, but I, I just don't think he, like, the if the trade had happened, Pippen was the better player overall. Um, Sean Kemp had some great years, but whoever ended up with Scottie Pippen was going to be on the plus side of that trade. So overall verdict, I, I think it, it would have been interesting uh, to see how it played out. Um, a lot of big questions. One I didn't mention, I think, would be really intriguing. Um, you know, when the Knicks have finally won a championship. I don't know why. I actually, I just, I love the New York Knicks. I don't, I'm not a fan. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, if they make it to the finals, I'm going to go get a jersey or anything. But there's just something about, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. 
something about Madison Square Garden, something about the Knicks, like the color, everything. Like I just, I just like the Knicks. In 2K, every year I do a my player, I pick to go play for the Knicks. <laughs> Even though I am a big, big, big Heat fan, I'm like, I'm gonna go play for the Knicks. But anyways, kind of got off track there. So, um, but at the time that trade would have made sense because both of those guys were still kind of in their prime. But I don't know, man, one of those big what ifs. So I'm gonna take a super quick break hop back in. I've got one more big guy to talk about and then a couple a uh, couple kind of honorable mentions and then yeah, we'll get to the end here. Welcome back everybody once again. Thank you for thank you for joining me. All right. Let's let's hop right back into the end of this podcast. I'm going to start out with some honorable mentions. So I, you know, I'm always only able to talk about a few of the, of the big trades. You know, I can't talk about all of them, right? I can't, I can't talk about everything. So some other rumored trades that never ended up happening. So in 2007, a couple Kobe Bryant ones actually, which I thought was interesting. So it looks like Kobe wanted to move east. It looks like he was rumored to move to Detroit in 07, which would have been interesting because they had just lost to the Pistons. What was it? Like four years before think in 03. Uh, Kobe also to Chicago in 07. Also would have been fun. Um, Kevin Love to the Warriors in 2014, which would have been interesting to see how that team kind of played out, right? You know, because then does does LeBron go back to Cleveland? Does LeBron win in Cleveland if he doesn't get Kevin Love? So I don't know. Questions? Um, Curry to the Bucks. So if Steph Curry had gone to the Bucks in 2011, this was a rumor. So the, uh, there were thoughts, talks around the league that the Warriors were not comfortable betting on the ankles of Steph Curry. He had a couple different uh, different injuries earlier on his on, on in his career. Curry was almost traded straight up for Andrew Bogut. <laughs> so, which if you know how Andrew Bogut's career went, like, and how Steph Curry's career has gone, that would have been crazy. But didn't happen. Still would have been kind of cool to see how it played out. But anyway, so just always some fun what ifs to think about. But the last one that I really want to delve into is one that's near and dear to my heart and one that we had some news about this last week. Uh, yes, that is Damian Lillard and his rumored trade to the Miami Heat. So uh, all summer, you know, I follow a lot of uh, a lot of different Miami Heat fan pages, official accounts, everything. You know, all of these accounts were tweeting, sharing that Damian Lillard just wanted to go to Miami. And we had such a great run last year, you know, getting to the finals after just squeaking into the playoffs. Um, and it would have been it would have been awesome, you know, to have one of again one of the best point guards in the league, probably on the wrong side of thirty, but I still still would have had, loved having him on the team. Um, it looks like it's some of the rumored trades for the Heat to acquire him. Uh, so they would have obviously ended up with Damian Lillard. Um, Portland would have ended up with Kyle Lowry and his expiring contract, uh, as well as some maybe or maybe some assets from a third team, and then lots of. Lots and lots and lots and lots of picks. So probably our entire future um, to get Damian Lillard. 
And then a third team would have probably also taken Tyler Hero. So we would have needed some needed some help there. The Heat are pretty cash-strapped right now uh, with a lot of big contracts. Um, but, you know, uh, that, that didn't happen, like I said. So it came out earlier this week that Damian Lillard was going to be traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. So Lillard went to the Bucks. Portland ended up getting Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. Holiday's probably going to be moving on. It looks like a lot of teams being being rumored about going for him, and Miami Heat being one of them, which at this point I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and then Phoenix was that third team trade partner. So while well, you saw that because Aiton was included, but um, just of Nurkic, Grayson Allen, and Nasir Little um, all going to Phoenix. So as a Heat fan, I, I'm sad, but also a little happy right? You know, we, looking at last year's run, we definitely could have used Lillard. You know, there were times when Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, they had some great games. They really did. They, they performed really well on a few occasions, but they also had some occasions where they were just completely overpowered. Gabe Vincent, again, love these guys, but struggled to create his own shot at times. Uh, Max Struess, you know, goes three for 14, <laughs> and then we lose the game, right? It's, it's, um, there, there were some rough moments for sure, and I think, uh, Dame would have definitely been an upgrade over, over those guys. It would have been, it would have been great to have him. However, mortgaging the entire future, to get him right now again i think he's 33 right now turns 34 in the season like that would have been i i don't know unwise and i don't think it's something that that we'd necessarily need to do that would give us two stars and uh, you know in that 34 35 range because jimmy butler is at the same point um and what we were able to accomplish last year in the playoffs we did that without tyler hero who arguably was one of our best offensive players you know i think some of the the gaps that lillard would have filled Hero can do the same. You know, he's a shot creator. He's high volume shooter. Um, not as good, you know, at all. I'm not going to say that. He's, he's not. He's not on the same level as Damian Lillard. But he's a very, very, very talented player. So. I think he would have helped us out there. And honestly, I think in the end, this uh, this trade works out. It, it works out well. You know, I would have loved having Dame on Miami. However, um, you know, the Bucks it came out this last week or so. I think it was actually a couple weeks ago. But where Giannis was talking about like, hey, I don't know about my long-term future in Milwaukee. Um, you guys are going to have to make some moves. Basically, so what are you saying without saying it? Um if they wanted him to stay. And they, so, you know, adding Damian Lillard for at least a couple years, you know, that could give the Bucks, uh, you know, what they need, right? And maybe get that that second championship. Uh, Portland, you know, they get to kind of start over. Um, they, they they lose Dame, which is, which is rough, but they get DeAndre Ayton, who, you know, for his limitations is still a pretty good player um, for the Phoenix Suns. There, there were a lot of ball handlers there and a lot of people who needed needed buckets needed shots and so to move to move him out of there I think it might actually be good for him um, and then Drew Holiday unfortunately was just the piece that had to move to make uh, to make space so I, I think but he could be a, uh, a good mentor to those young guys like Scoot Henderson and um, shoot what was the guy I can't remember a couple you know they've got a lot of young guys they've drafted a lot of young guards over the last few years and I think he can help him out for sure. Um, 
if he stays, if he stays, because there's a lot of teams that are looking at maybe trading for him. So, and then lastly for Phoenix, you know, again, they needed to kind of get rid of one of those big guys in the room. You know, they still have Kevin Durant, they got Devin Booker, they got Bradley Beal. So to be able to create, you know, take 10, 15 shots off of the books, basically with Aiton and redistribute those to those guys like Booker and, and Durant and Beal. I think that'll be, that'll be good for them. And then also add some depth, you know, to make some of these trades, like to get um, to get Durant. Um, they, they had to, they lost a lot. So, you know, Nurkic is a good center if he can stay healthy. Um, Grayson Allen, good asset, good shooter, very athletic. I hate the guys because he went to Duke and he likes to trip people, but he's a good basketball player. Um, and then this year, Little as well, you know, a good, uh, good young asset. So I, I think this works out. Um, again, I'm a little sad because Miami didn't get one of the better point guards right now. But um, I'm excited to see where we go from here. So... And that's about it, guys. That's today's pot. So again, I hope that you enjoyed this. I love the NBA. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Basketball is my favorite sport. I'm currently watching in the background. I have this uh, Toy Story football game of the Jaguars and the Falcons. And that is awesome because it's Toy Story and football. But basketball is my jam. Basketball uh, basketball is my first love being from Kentucky. Um, college basketball reigns supreme um, but as i've grown older i've grown into the nba a little bit more so looking forward to the nba season starting in the next few weeks um go heat as always um, i'll probably do uh, do do a little bit of nba maybe in a couple weeks but um should have some fun so i, I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, enjoyed this episode and again please uh, please share with your friends you know please, please chat me up um, you know, I, uh, I, I love putting these out, but any extra viewers or listeners or anything would be awesome. Um, and continue to like subscribe if you haven't already. And again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I do really love hearing people say like, Hey, I'm enjoying the pod. Hey, you know, I, I hate hearing about sports, but I, uh, I'm enjoying tuning in. So I, I do appreciate the feedback. And if there's things that you guys want to hear about, like I want to know about it, right. You know, so you can always, Actually, on this one, I guess I can leave it open. Like, hey, what are some topics you guys would love to hear hear me chat about? So, uh, I, I I like making the people happy, and again, I uh, I, I like uh, you know I like making stuff that people enjoy listening to. So, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. <laughs>